Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD and I'm here with my bendable wifey. Carmen? <laughs> you took your first yoga class last night. Hell no. First yoga class. Well, your first in the new world. <laughs> the new world. <laughs> yeah. I'm not admitting that. It's not a new world, damn it. This is not the new normal. No, but this week was the first week back. Except tonight. And you took a yoga class. I did. It was fun. What's it called? Pineapple yoga. <laughs> okay. Just had to get that out there. <laughs> Oh, we are having a great time tonight, as always, and it's been a long day at work for Carmen, so she's enjoying a cocktail. <laughs> Very long day at work what for Carmen. Got, what you got there, honey? I have one of the PBR hard coffees. A Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> I do. <laughs> wow, are we Midwesterners. <laughs> it is the new, like, PBR is really making a comeback. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty proud of them. I guess so. I'm still not drinking. I'll drink that, but I won't drink regular PBR. <laughs> oh, no. You're kind of a beer snob. No, mm. so am I. <laughs> I'm not. I just, all those. It's probably because I drank so much of them in high school that now I don't want to. That could be. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I am also enjoying a Midwestern treat tonight. I decided to make myself an old-fashioned. Oh, I'm feeling old-fashioned. Very yummy. <laughs> well, we're almost out of beer, so I had to make a cocktail. <laughs> no doubt. Beer g- ingredients did come today. Mm-hmm. I saw the box up there. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got uh, got your new batch going here pretty soon. Yep, I'm going to so. make six of them. I'm looking forward to that. Six new beers. Uh, let's talk about what we've participated in over the last week. Oh, we've had lots of fun. We had some fun, didn't we? We did. What all did we do? Oh, my oh, gosh, my Friday night. Sitting in the hot tub. It was just going to be you and me. <laughs> it's never just you and me. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, friends, want to come visit? So we had a couple over on Friday night and hung out in the hot tub and had some drinks and some good conversation and a great time. Saturday night we had a bonfire. Not here. We went to a bonfire. Right. And there was um, a lot more people than Governor Pritzker allows. <laughs> <laughs> public gathering let's just say that neener, neener, neener. <laughs> uh, but it was cool we got to meet some new people which was awesome i love uh love it when that happens and of course lots of old friends were there as well well we got to talk to quite a or a couple that we really don't get to talk to a whole lot mm-hmm. so we got to talk to them um usually when we're at things everybody's kind of going their own way it's usually a hotel takeover but we actually got to sit and talk with them, which was very, very nice. Yeah, it was a little chilly out because it was uh, it's still spring in the Midwest, so you never know what kind of weather you're going to get here. Um, I would say it was 50 degrees-ish. It was cold. And the wind was blowing, yeah. But we had a fire, so it was all good, and, and people just kind of hung around and chilled and talked and had a really great night. It was a lot of fun. Got to see some ostrich races, too. <laughs> that <laughs> that was that awesome. <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then on Sunday... 
went to a birthday party that we ended up staying late for. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we went to a birthday party. It was a vanilla party thrown by non-vanilla friends. Yep. (laughs) So, but it was a good time. We had a lot of fun and, and hung out way late. And unfortunately, we're in an area where Sunday night, I don't know if you guys recall or not, but it was all over the news uh, riots started breaking out all over the country, um, but here in our area too. So we were very concerned with some friends that are in in an area that could have been affected. Thankfully, it wasn't. There were some rumors going around on Facebook that something was going on just down from their house. In so, their neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, so a bunch of us all just kind of hung out a little bit longer than anticipated to make sure if they needed to come back and stay with us, yeah. because that's what family does. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we wanted to make sure they got home and got home safe and, and everything was good. And if it wasn't good, turn around and come back and, and we we're going to take care of you. But thankfully, they got there and, and nothing was going on. So, And they have the puppies. So, you know, we're the only place that doesn't have puppies. So <laughs> Yeah, we're dogless at the moment. <laughs> we're dogless. So, you know, if something like that happens, the doggies can come here. Yeah. So. And, and I get snuggles. <laughs> so then we had to wake up Monday morning and go to work. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've not won the lottery yet. I'm trying. Damn it. So Monday morning, I'm sitting in my office and I'm working away and you come in and you say, are you okay? You're just very, very quiet today. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just a little hungover. <laughs> <laughs> just a little. I really wasn't chatty. Yeah. <laughs> a little hungover, a little tired. Yeah. You know, after something like that, by the time we got home, it was, what, quarter to 11? Yeah, it was pretty late. Yeah. so For, for a school night. <laughs> yeah. So then we're just kind of, we have to sit and calm down a little bit and then get the messages that everybody's okay. Everybody's and, home safe, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, you know, we were kind of just sitting here and finally we went to bed and that alarm clock went off. Damn early. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> so that was our uh, our fun for the last week, and uh, we had a lot of we're making up for lost time. <laughs> we are. We're we're trying to be still safe as we can, though. We're not going out to some of our area bars are opening back up and stuff. We haven't been out to any of those yet. No, we're just mainly hanging out with friends. Yeah. Yep. Then we've got some more plans this weekend that we'll do the same. So, looking forward to that. Got a house party on Friday night and. Mm-hmm. Maybe a tubing trip on Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be damn cold. I don't know, though. It has been 90 degrees all week so far, and it's projected to be 90 all the way through the weekend. So by Sunday, that river might be warmed up. And if not, it's going to feel darn good because it's going to be 90 degrees outside. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. That reminds me. i got to message people and see if they've got tubes yeah i was gonna stop and pick some up oh okay we'll just take him we might as well we go enough right <laughs> Quit forgot about that all right guys tonight we're gonna talk about a topic that is near and dear to carmen's heart for some reason she has a really odd fascination love for drag queens i love drag i seriously want to be a drag i i secretly want to be a drag queen well you're never going to be a drag queen because that would entail that you're a male and you're not i can be a queen they actually have drag kings which is the opposite it's not the opposite it's a a female that would dress in the -the over-the-top drag outfits no but i want i want a makeover by a drag queen 
I want to do put on the big ass. You're missing wig. what I'm saying though. There's an actual term Ooh, for that. No, it's no. called drag king because no. you're a female but, going into the drag world. But you you're still, a drag king. But when you, so, you don't dress like a guy, you still dress like a woman, but because of your gender, oh, that's what it's I was referred missing. to as drag king. Okay, then I want to be a freaking drag king. <laughs> if there's any drag queens out there, come make me over. I want the glitter. I want the big ass hair. <laughs> Just come make me over. Now, doing my research on this a little bit. Um, but I want to be a pretty drag queen. Well, of drag. course. Yeah. Because there's some that are bad. Uh Doing a little research on this, and, you know, we do a show about sex in the Midwest, obviously, but the the drag queen thing is a little, I don't want to, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it's not, it's not necessarily sexualized. No. There is, um, there's not a, an actual fetish. There's not a, a sexuality that goes with it. Um, it is obviously predominantly gay males that take part in it. But it's more of putting on a show. It's just it's being enter- fucking fabulous. Entertaining. You just want to be fabulous. They're entertainers. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're we're kind of getting into a little weird area here because there are obviously people that, that enjoy cross-dressing and, and dressing up in, in other genders' clothing for sexual pleasure. Right. Um, that's not necessarily the drag queens. Right. Some of them may do it for that, but not all of them. <laughs> where does this come from i don't know they're just you know i think what it is is the good drag queens that i've seen it doesn't matter if you're short fat skinny tall whatever they own it they dance their asses off and they put on a hell of a show and it's just that confidence and it's that I put on this whole new persona, and now I'm fabulous. Right. <laughs> That's what it is. It's that I'm drawn to that that fabulousness. And then there's a part of me that's very it, that's jealous. So do you think it has to do with, uh, for them, because they can create this alter ego that basically sets them free to do whatever they want... Uh, you know, be over the top, flamboyant, crazy, fun. Yeah. But in their real life, are they quiet and demure and um, kind of fly under the radar? <laughs> I think it depends. There's there's some that that I've seen outside of drag that are just as flamboyant <laughs> and fabulous, and they don't care. They kind of carry that over. Uh, and then there's others that yeah, they're very quiet and. And scared, and I, I don't want to say scared, but, well, I guess they are scared to Intro- be. Introverted. Yeah. They're scared to be who they really want to be. And I think, you know, sometimes people do ab- adopt an alternate persona, whether it be through drag or, or other means, that that does let that extroverted side out of an introverted person. Well, it can be the, the same can be said for um, a dominatrix. When you put on that mm-hmm. leather and those boots and that makeup and you're holding your leathers. It's empowering. It's empowering and you are a completely different person than without it. 
Well, if we take a look at the history, it goes all the way back. Actually, the term is believed to have come from the homosexual community of Great Britain in the 19th century. That's the 1800s, folks. That's a long time ago. That's a long time. Uh, drag clothing is what it means, and queen, of course, means effeminate male. So that's where the whole term came from. Um, it has been popularized uh, most significantly. It started around the late 60s when it became more of a mainstream thing. Uh, you started to see them portrayed in media a little more, started to see them showing up on television and in movies. Um, the one that comes to mind for me, of course, is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he called himself a transvestite, so maybe that's not really drag. But Yeah, no, I think um, the one that comes ma- mainstream for me is the one with Patrick Swayze and Denzel Washington to Wong Fu. Right. Well, and that had to be, I, I didn't look up the dates on those, but that had to be around the same time as the birdcage, Robin Williams. No, I think that was a little bit earlier. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's in that late 80s, 90s era, that's where they really became mainstream. I would almost guess that drag went further back than the 1800s. I almost would think that it went back to Shakespearean time when the men had to dress up as women in the place because women were never in the place. Well, now, and that that may be true, but the true essence of a drag queen is they're not trying to hide their gender. They are not, let me say that again, they're not trying to hide their gender. We all know that they are men dressing as women. Yeah, they just tuck, tuck, fold. <laughs> right. They have some, did, have you seen like the killer underwear that they wear? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. So they, they have these um, underwear that go on and they've got padding in the booty um, that allows them to tuck and hide and draw out their hips because a lot of men don't have hips like women. Right. Um, so they're they're padded, but it helps hide the bulge in the rear end because if you've ever seen a lot of the drag queens, they'll wear pretty skimpy looking lingerie um or like the showgirl type costumes where they're a bikini cut on the bottom okay i mean if you didn't have some awesome underwear you're gonna see that that bulge (laughs) well yeah (laughs) so yeah all right so i Here's the official definition. Drag queens, it's a slang term that's used to describe one variation of male-to-female cross-dressing. Drag queens are men who dress as women. They are typified by exaggeration and excess, often resulting in a clownish or cartoon-like presentation. Wigs, makeup, and fashion often are overdone or out of proportion, creating an exaggerated femininity that is instantly recognizable as false or appropriated. So, like I said, they're not hiding the fact that they're guys. No. They are exaggerating these other qualities. And they look good when they do it. (laughs) Damn. I mean, I can't do my makeup as good as a drag queen can. (laughs) So, as we... Well, (laughs) you need lessons, I guess. I do. I need lessons from a drag queen. Uh, The majority of them are gay men. 
Um, not all of them. No. But the majority. Uh, they In gay clubs, they're a mainstay of culture. Some clubs specialize in drag. Others have regular show nights where they bring in the, the drag shows, I guess you would say. Um, they are also seen quite a bit on at pride parades and marches, uh, any kind of events like that. Because uh, while, yes, they do present this kind of, like the, the definition said, a cartoonish type character, they draw attention. Definitely. Um, so if you're doing a, a march or trying to raise awareness for something, they will get you attention. <laughs> My new favorite show on HBO. Yep. And that's kind of why we started this whole thing. We started watching a show called We're Here. Mm-hmm. There's, what, four of them? Three. Three? And they what they do is it's actually a really good show because they travel around the country and they go to these really small rural setting oh, towns. <laughs> um, and and what it, they've generally gotten a call from somebody in that town who is usually gay, um, and wants to put on a drag show in these small little rural American towns. And it's typically that the the person that made that call, they don't feel that they are supported and welcomed in that town. And it... What they're finding is it's their own insecurities. It's not the town that said, no, you're not good enough or... Mm-hmm. Or, no, we don't want you here. It's their own insecurities in the way that they're reading into things. Um, and when they do the shows, it's just a huge, huge turnout in these in the shows. And it's, it's great. funny because when they do the shows, the audience is packed with people from these small, tiny towns. And you'll see 80-year-old grandparents out there just clapping and applauding and having a great time yeah and the (laughs) amount of other people in drag that are there supporting them and a lot of times they have somebody who is not gay um like a community leader type person the last guy was the fire chief yeah or (laughs) just somebody who really just wants to support somebody and then they'll dress them up in drag, and they get to be part of the show. Yeah. It, no, it really is a good show. If you guys get a chance, check it out. It, Like you said, it's on HBO. It's called We're Here. There's only like four or five episodes, and I think this week is like the finale. So, is it? Yeah. Makes me sad. Yeah. I'm sure it'll come back. I know. I like um, that show. One of the things we should bring up, though, is the formulations of drag are a little complicated by the perception that drag queens are humorous. While humor is a big part of the show, and it's obviously if you look at them, everything's over the top this and over the top that, so it is a big part of the persona, but it doesn't take away from what they're trying to convey, right? their message, uh, trying to get it out there that it's okay for everybody to be accepted, uh, no matter what you look like. And they kind of take that on as is, it's just part of the satire. Um you know, it's it's no different than any anybody using comedy to prove a point. I agree. So, just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, I caught it. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Uh, another thing that you will oftentimes see, and I gotta find it here again, but uh, a lot of times you'll see them dressing as famous women. Yeah, uh, there's a couple very famous ones that they like to dress as. 
yeah, they they do an impersonation, although it's it's a pretty narrow sense that they're doing that. A, a drag queen will not attempt to impersonate femaleness in a general way, but they'll attempt to impersonate like a specific woman uh, celebrity. Some of the more famous ones that everybody knows, Liza Minnelli. Cher. Madonna. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yeah. You see a lot of Marilyn. I'm trying to see. I had a list at one time. Marlene Dietrich. Liza Min- Bette Midler. Barbara Streisand, mm-hmm. of course. Judy Garland. Tina Turner's a popular one. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they do. Uh, and j- most of the time, on the ones that we've seen, all the shows are lip-synced. There might be a few that sing live here and there, but most of them, they just come out and lip-sync and dance to certain songs and and have fun with it. Yeah. I want to go to a show. (laughs) We're going to line one up for you. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, And the final point I wanted to make about all this, I guess, is there is actually a legitimate fear of drag queens. (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. It does exist. It does. (laughs) Um, and, And... the reason I want to put it out there, because I don't think it has anything to do with anything other than every every bit of research I did, it equates it to a fear of clowns. Oh, I can see that. It's the makeup. It's the big hair. It's the the aesthetic more than anything. And it's, when they're done poorly, when they're done poorly, it can be scary. <laughs> well, sure. It can be very scary. But, I mean, clowns, you know, for the most part are happy and fun, and and there's people that are deathly afraid of them. Oh, they scare the fuck out of me. See? (laughs) I don't like clowns. So keep that in mind. If you're in full drag and running around, there might be some people out there that are terrified, but only for the reason that it's, I don't know. I don't want to call your clown phobia irrational, but it's an (laughs) irrational fear. Shut up. B-boy. I know. I hate, oh, nope, nope. Out. (laughs) No bees. Uh, the horn, the killer hornets were like, or murder hornets. Were, you're like, fuck I'm, I'm leaving the planet. Uh huh. I'm gonna get on that SpaceX thing, and get my ass out of here. <laughs> Not anything to do with bees and hornets. Hate them. Hate them. There's a nest outside. You got to kill, by the way. Oh, I'll take care of that for you. <laughs> yeah, I kill. I I take care of his wasps. Yep, I take care of the spiders. She's got the wasps. Hey, I've been getting good at my own spiders. Thank you. That's why our marriage works. <laughs> So, anything else on uh, drag queens that we need to cover? Nope. I think we hit quite a few of them. If anybody knows one or would like to be on our show as one, please let us know. I'd be open to a makeover. Not from you, but from an actual drag queen. Aw. You want to dress in drag? No, I don't want to, but I know you want me to. (laughs) And I would do it for you. Thanks. In our basement alone. be fun i I actually want to go to a show really bad so we got to find one hit us up it's midwest threesome at gmail.com we're on sls under lake s couple or you can find us on facebook under midwest menage a trois uh we're on twitter too but we don't ever go on there so don't bother (laughs) (laughs) so horrible about that throwing that out there (laughs) you kind of left that one to me and i'm like social media boring i just i never think to go on and I know, I know. Well, my old fashioned is almost gone, which means we must wrap up this show so I can go make another drink. Mine's done too. Oh, see, and you need two tonight. No. (laughs) I saw your work day. I have to be back and working at four again tomorrow morning. 
All yeah. right. That is going to wrap up another edition of Midwest Menage a Trois. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back next week with an all-new show. Bye-bye.